What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. What is this week's roundup, Britain? So this week we have Vanessa Wade on the podcast, and I'm so excited to get into her story. Do you want to talk a little bit about what she does? Yeah. So she started out in graphic design. First off, I have like such a girl crush on her. I already grilled her before we started interviewing her because I have the sales background, but she has the branding and web design, graphic design part of it all down. And we know I have a sick obsession with branding. So she started out in graphic design, currently doing website and branding design for a couple different clients. But her main focus is Wiley Body, which is her um, skincare line. really cool story about this. It launched four years ago. Um, but I actually was in Dallas with one of my old accounts and I went just recently with my mom. This was in like March or April and I go out, I'm in Dallas, like in the Bishop arts district. I walk in my old client's new location that she just got cause she had upgraded. And I go to the back where the, her baby section is and Wiley body is sitting on the shelves. And it was like, shut up. To, the girl's name is Kristen. And if you're out in that area, you should absolutely go see her. I'm like totally spacing on the name. Um, all good things, Paper Co., which I'm sure Wiley's or Wiley Vanessa's like, yeah, that is our account. And um, it was just really cool to see our local brand, one of our local brands in Dallas. And that brought me a lot of excitement and joy and pride. So I'm really excited to have her on the pod. She's also a mother of two. She has only one husband, so good for her. No, yeah. um, and she just recently built her dream home, well, like two years ago, but that's such a feat. It probably still feels like you're settling yeah. into it. Um, and she's just all around an amazing human. And I love the drive and the passion. I love that she took like an experience that she knew with branding and created an awesome product that honestly sells itself. So I can't wait to get into interviewing her a little bit more. But before we do that, we have... Um, I have a couple local events that I want to talk about, and then I want to know what you learned last week. Sounds good. Do you want to do events first? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I'll let you talk about ladies tonight because there's okay. a whole new relaunch there. But I, one of my neighbors, Tara Dawson, is this incredible artist, and she is just moved to town. She's starting to do classes just around town. So I think she's going to be launching some more different options for painting, learning how to paint, but she is going to be at the Nevada Fine Arts Center every weekend of September. So I just want to get that on everybody's radar. I'll definitely be talking about it a little bit more, but she's insanely talented. You guys should go follow along to get the updates, but it's Tara Dawson and um, T-A-R-A-D-A-W-S-O-N. And she's really incredible. So I'm excited to see how that goes and how Reno reacts to that, but yeah. I think it'll be good. So cool. I always have wanted to learn how to paint. I'm like, I'm not, I'm challenged when it comes to that, but it seems so fun. I think we should do it. Like I told her I wanted to get her to do one of the wine and art paint mm -hmm. things. So like, maybe we should all just is go it do all that. levels. Welcome. All levels. Welcome. Like cool. she is also an art teacher. Like she was an art teacher and she would teach like all ages, but now she's like, I really want to do some more community-based stuff. She's an insanely talented artist. Like I feel like a lot of people come up and say like, oh, I'm a talented artist, but 
Oh, you know, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm a dick. So I was like, okay, we'll see. And then I like followed her on Instagram. I was like, shit, this girl's like real, real talented. Like she's awesome. really good. Like so someone you want to learn from. Yeah. And like, she does like prints and greeting cards and all of this stuff. So like, I just want to get her more involved in the community because she has like a lot of potential. And so if you guys could cool. go support her, that'd Let's be super her. sick yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So should we talk about community? Now? Hell yeah. Okay, sweet. So this week, Thursday, we are doing our community night, which was previously known as ladies night. Um, it's a new and improved ladies night and I'm just, I'm super stoked on it and I'll, we'll get into, you know, how we got here, but, um, I think it's going to be a really fun event. Vanessa is going to be there with Wiley yes. body, which is going to yes. be so exciting. That's her first one. And I'm um, just looking forward to just a great evening full of like good vibes and, um, connection and success for all of our local businesses because, um, I mean, I know for us, like inflation really does pinch um, shopping and local businesses um, feel it first. And so, you know, just come out and if you're going to spend some money, spend it with local businesses and keep that money circulating around our local economy. So in our community. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be at the Tamarack um, Casino. They have an awesome indoor and outdoor mm -hmm. space and it's going to be amazing. We have some great local vendors. So I can't wait for that five to seven Thursday complimentary glass of yep. champagne upon arrival. Um, yeah. and no one will tell if you have two. So just, uh, <laughs> show up, drink up and have fun. Oh um, my God, I love that. but what did you learn this week? Oh my gosh. I had a rough week last week. So I feel like, um, you know, I, I just, I feel like this is going to be one of those things and we're going to be having next week is Taya Grewey is going to be back on to talk about human design, but rooting back, like this whole human design thing, I cannot express enough just helps me so much because last week, middle of the week, I got super bitter. Like I, and I, and what I realized about myself is I can make an entire group of people bitter with me. I called every single one of my girlfriends, <laughs> made, brought them down into the trenches with me. I was and, already there with you. Yeah. So you I mean, me Britain down. was already there, but yeah. like we're in this together and like we uh -huh. have very similar design types. And I know we had talked about this yesterday, but it's like, I just feel like what a great opportunity to say, yo, you were bitter. Like it helped me turn around the, because when I'm not in alignment, I become bitter and I know that. And I can literally now, even like I used to post all these things on my Instagram and I'd be like bitching about something stupid on my stories. And now I'm like, girl, you're bitter, like knock it off. You don't need to be sharing this with anybody. You need to keep your mouth shut and you need to like get yourself back into alignment. So I think that that has really, really helped me. There was a quick turnaround last week. Like, you know, it made me realize that like, I'm saying like a lot, but that I could really persevere. Mm -hmm. And, um, that I needed to accept responsibility for the things that I needed to fix and then just move forward and not get emotional about it. And, and yeah, I feel like that is such a aware thing to do. And sometimes when, and I feel you, I was bitter as well last week because we do have the same design type, but sometimes going like full speed toward the thing that is the problem is the only way to face it Yeah. instead of like hiding from it or running from it. And it's a, anything in life. If you have dirty dishes in your kitchen, just go tackle them. You're going to feel better yep. versus like pushing it off, you know, but especially something like we were going through last week. So right. 
Well, there was a lot of emotions around the things because honestly, there were a lot of emotions that came up that were put on us in a way. And so we, we grasped them and then we changed the space. And I think that that obviously is not a healthy way to do things. And it was good that we both, and it's so funny because there's only one person in the world who like nothing needs to be said. It just is like done. Like it's, I don't, and it's you like (laughs) where it's just, because there was no conversation had. It was like, no. we we went, it, the next day, all my other girlfriends were like, are you, and which is great. They're like, are you okay? What's going on? Are we feeling better today? And Britain's like, fucking, we're grinding. Let's go. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're it's just done. like, moving on. sometimes you just don't, we can't, I don't yeah. have the energy or we don't have the time to talk about it. It's just right. like, it is what it is. Now let's move forward. Yeah. I think it's important that you're self-aware like that though. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm feeling this way this you know, right now, but being able to pivot yeah, yeah, and like figure out a way to improve your day yeah, is important. Right. Thank you. Yeah. It was sometimes this like the 24 hour rule, like you said, like, I think that we don't have to act like it's not happening or pretend like we're not feeling a certain way, like go towards those emotions, feel them, Mm -hmm. address them and then move on, but don't sit in them, you know? Right. But suppressing them isn't the answer either. Right. Yeah. Are we ready to rock and roll? Uh, oh, wait, did you learn anything? Yeah, so Shit. I actually <laughs> wanted to touch on this. I'll be very quick. But what I learned last week was uh, sometimes setbacks are setups for something greater. Yes. And I have two examples of this. The first is my my best friend, one of my best friends, Libby, um, she just suffered a great loss in her life. She lost her dad and it was unexpected. And just watching her go through this process and seeing how strong she has been, um, I have realized like, I don't, I just feel like God is like putting her through this because she's going to come out stronger. And I'm not going to tell her that right now, because when you're in like the nitty gritty of the pain and, and the suffering, and like, I know that she's probably like, if she's, if she listens to this, she's going to be like, yeah, no, I don't give a shit. I just want my dad back and I get that. But I just know that he's like working in her life in a way that like she is going through and feeling so much pain and suffering, but like she's going to come out so much stronger. And I see her doing this. I've just been in awe as she's been going through that. So that's one of the things. And um, I know that we're all going to be there at some point in our life where we're going through a loss like that and just being able to get through it and then hopefully being able to look back and say that you came out stronger. And I, I, I'm watching her and just like, holy shit, she is so strong. Yeah, It's amazing to watch. And then also with um, our community night, you know, some things didn't work out. We went through some changes. We had to change location. We had some things like working against us in the background. And I just feel like sometimes setbacks like that happen so that you're forced to get out of your comfort zone Mm. and to make some changes. And I mean, we're not, I'm not sure if this is going to be a greater success than ladies night. Ladies night has always been a success in the past, but like constantly improving and sometimes like things that work against you force you to make those changes and force you to get out of that comfort zone and force you to like improve upon something that you already have established. And so I just know that like, what I thought was a setback last week is going to turn out to be a setup for something greater this week. And so I'm just kind of trying to keep that in mind during all these struggles and all these things that are kind of in, in business, 
It happens every mm-hmm. single day, every single week you come up against challenges or something that doesn't work out or an account that you lost or a client that you lost or, you know, the list goes on and on, but it's just working through those and knowing that everything happens for a reason. It's just like a setup for something bigger and better. So yeah, that's what I've learned. And I'm going to hopefully take that, remind myself of that <laughs> as I leave here today and I come against all the challenges, but yeah, that's kind of what well, it's is. like what you said about Libby. It's like, you know, it's hard even for me, you know, I look at you and I'm like, you're so strong and you're able to, you've been talking about community night for a long time, changing the name to community night for a long time. And now you're forced to do it. Mm-hmm. And so it might not seem like that was, you know, a lot of sh- bullshit happened in, that forced you to do that. But to your point, it was all there all along for you. You're actually the one that coined community night. And so I want to say thank you for that. You're like, I feel like we should call it something other than ladies night because it seemed like exclusive and like everyone was bringing their boyfriends, husbands, man friends, like everyone was welcome. Dads, moms, like, and so I was like, yeah, it is more than that. But like we had already brand and we're going to get into branding. We had already branded ladies night and it had become this thing that we've had for so long. So it was like, the shift was hard, but then like the timing just worked out perfectly. You're sorry. And then we can wrap up here. Cause I know we're over, but like, I saw it as a networking event. Like, I don't think you realized what you had created when your head's in something, you don't realize what you've created. I think with, I think about that all the time with Haven and Flux, people are like, you're doing so much. I'm like, am I like, it's a fucking candle settle down. Mm-hmm. But like with that was how it was with ladies night. I was showing up and looking at all of these people talking to each other in the industry and it was men and women. And the, the bigger it got, the more diverse it got. And for me, when I said community night, I was like, cause you know, I'm so anti not including men in the conversation of mm-hmm. like growth and equality for women and for all. So to me, it was like, why don't we get the men in here? Because yeah. they have businesses too. And right. I want to network with those men. And right. how do we make it so that they feel welcome well, here? And they were coming. And, and they were coming anyway. Thing. And I feel like, yeah, the the networking thing happened organically and just naturally. And I think that so many times people try to like force that aspect of thing, like come network. And it's like, this is so stuffy. Like it just happened at ladies night. And at the same time, people were shopping local businesses and supporting our community. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, and so to just, you know, sometimes things happen on accident by just creating an environment in which things can flourish. Mm -hmm. And that's what community night is all about. And you'll see, if you come to Tamarack, um, on Thursday, you'll just see it flows and no one is forcing anything. And it's not like this deliberate, like come connect. How many of the vendors after ladies night or community night are then friends and follow each other. And just like the relationships that build and flourish in the collaborations that happen after is just, it's priceless. And it's something that regardless of the success of the night financially, it is always a success on like the connection side and on the collaboration side. Yeah. So yeah. Proud of you. Thank you. Let's well, talk to Wiley yeah. Wiley, who's about to be here on yeah, Thursday. Also go. known as Vanessa. She has a real name, first name. <laughs> let's talk to Vanessa. All right. All right, y'all. Vanessa was so sweet and decided to give us a promo code for wileybody.com. Um, Vanessa, do you want to tell us what that that promo code was? 
Yeah, it's Bob20 for 20% off on WileyBody.com. You guys have to go get this so you can not only see the packaging, but the products are fantastic. And if you could see Vanessa's skin, you would know why you need them. So head over to WileyBody.com and uh, and use code Bob20 to get 20% off your purchase. Y'all are the best. Enjoy. Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you and a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. So Wiley Body is so perfectly branded. And if you guys haven't seen the brand of that, go to our website right now, go to our Instagram. Um, we know that you have a background in branding for companies like Reno's favorite Peren Bakery. Can you talk to us about your career and how you got started? Yeah. Um, so I actually went to college for baking and pastry. So I have a degree in baking and pastry. Well, this all what? connects. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so while I was in culinary school, my husband was also going to school for design and I had a blog back then. This was like 12 years ago, um, had a blog and I was just kind of teaching myself here and there, like how to like, take photos, how to design like little graphics for my blog, um, all while like getting some pointers from my husband. And then um, I started this is still while I'm in school, I started like offering, like, let me do your blog design or let me design a logo for you. Um, and I kind of just started building up my portfolio from there. And then it wasn't until I graduated from college, started working at the wind down in Las Vegas as a, a pastry chef that I realized like, this is not what I want to do. And I was like, I, I'm working like these super long hours and I'm just like looking forward to getting home and like designing like this so-and-so's logo or whatever. So it wasn't until we moved to San Diego for my husband's job that um, I was kind of like, I don't want to do pastry anymore. Um, so I just started building up my portfolio. I was working at a photography studio in San Diego. Then I got a job at an agency and started doing like newsletters and branding for them. Um, and then I just kind of went off on my own um, after a couple years 
and started doing branding and website design for small businesses. Um, I kind of grew my following from there um, online and got more clients. And um, I want to say I fast forward like seven years doing that and then started Wiley after um, having my daughter. Wow. What what was your like why behind starting Wiley? Um, so my daughter, um, you know, when you become a parent, um, I was really like diving into all of the ingredients and all of the products we were bringing into our house. And I had my daughter and then she had a, an allergic reaction to one of the products I was using on her. And I like was looking at the ingredient list on that. I assumed it was clean because it was products I had grown up with, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and she had a reaction and it was from there. Cause I was kind of like, uh, you know, when we were bringing products into our home, I'm like, mm, it's like not the cutest. Like I have to keep this out in my bathtub. I like, feel this, this is I embarrassing. Feel this my soul. <laughs> um, so it was kind of, it just kind of like grew from there. You know, my frustration with the baby products we were using products I was using on myself. There was just like so many products too, that I was like, why can't I use products that I'm using on my baby on myself? You know, like, why does it have to be like multiple bottles? Why do I have to have like 25 different products in my vanity? Um, So (laughs) kind of started from there, just frustration, you know? Well, it's like a need, you're filling a need. And like, I obviously, you know, I am really, I, I love branding. Mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody the other day and I'm realizing more and more that I accidentally have done the branding thing for myself in that I was talking to somebody else about their brand and she was like, can you help me? And I was like, you know, I created Haven and Flux off of my own personal need. But when you, when I look back now and it's so interesting and I'd be interested to see if you feel the same way as I've grown into Haven and Flux and grown up, honestly, I look back at like when I was in high school and I was like, I was a brat about this, but like Remember how things used to go mainstream? Because like now social media makes it so fast. So nothing goes mainstream. Everything already is mainstream. But back in the day, like I never wore Ugg boots. Like I think I had a pair of chocolate that I like didn't even enjoy wearing because I was like, everybody has these and I want to be different from everybody else. My personality is super black and white. The product is black and white. I didn't like having bullshit on my counter that looked a certain way and smelled a certain way. I didn't understand why I couldn't have a pretty product that was also smelling how I wanted it to smell. So with that being said, I was on your social media last night stalking you as I do every guest before they come on. And your personal brand is so strong. Can you talk to us about how you like, how do you portray who you are in real life on your social media? I mean, I'm trying to think back to like how I grew And I think it just kind of came organically Mm -hmm. and like what I liked, you know, I started off, um, posting on my personal feed, like photos of my baby. Um, when I first had her and I was like, I'm going to be a mommy blogger and, you know, realize like I would post more and more about her and I'm like, you know, this doesn't feel right. Like this isn't me. Like, you know, I have my own identity outside of my kid. Yeah. (laughs) So I started posting more about like my outfits that I was wearing and my house. And like, I found that people really loved that and I loved posting about that. So I think 
it kind of just grew from there. Um, you know, people love my outfits, my home, my Trader Joe's hauls, like just finding something that you enjoy. I think people will connect with that. Um, I just, sorry to interrupt you, but I just, <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at your product here and I'm like, cause you know, obviously, like I just said, I was stalking her last night and I'm sitting here and I'm like this packaging though, literally if you printed out her feed and you put this up, like it is the exact same branding and like, I just, it's, yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah. It's really impressive. I love that. I was looking at your website and I love that. First of all, that you, it came from a need. So there was a problem. You saw Mm -hmm. the problem and then you filled that problem. Like you were like, first of all, the ingredients list are way too long. Second of all, nothing is cute enough to go on my, and that fits my aesthetic in my new house and, you know, in my (laughs) lifestyle. And Third of all, you're like, I want something that I can use for both me and my child. So Mm -hmm. like, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so you created this line and I love on your website that it says everything you need and nothing that you don't. So when Mm -hmm. you buy the bundle of all the products, Mm -hmm. it's literally everything that you need, nothing that you don't. And like, how refreshing is that for travel? You don't like you have everything that you need in these. How many products are there? I believe there's five in these five products yeah. in nothing that you don't. And I just thought that that was a brilliant branding thing. Um, with that being said, what are some key elements of branding that you think um, are overlooked by a lot of business owners? Um, well, I think that a lot of business owners think that branding is just a logo and it's not your logo. It's, it's how you make people feel when they're like walking into your shop or picking up your product off a shelf. Like you need to figure out how you want customers to feel and like how to convey that. So I think, you know, having really cool packaging, um, having, cause that's like, that's honestly people's first experience with your brand. Um, whether it's like, you know, walking into a shop or picking up your product. Um, and I think a unique logo, um, I love when I'm doing branding for clients, I love taking just simple type and tweaking it. So like, if you see like the Peren logo, I combine the ends at the end of Peren. So they're all attached. I customize the ease on there. So it's unique to them and creating a logo or branding that is unique to them. It feels like it's theirs and you can't find it anywhere else. I feel like that's really important. That, that totally hits home with me because, okay. And you two are like branding experts. I am not, but I have been very successful at my brand. Um, and I just wanted to ask you because Branding, like the logo for me and branding for me wasn't my main priority. My main priority was sales and the brand was built around that. Mm. So your logo is not going to get you sales because Mm -hmm. you have a sick website and an awesome logo and people like that's not going to get traction to your website. That's not going to get you, you know, a sale. It's not going to lead to sales, but what you do after that and how you kind of build your brand on what your customer wants. So I think I feel like for me, and maybe I went around about it in like a backhanded way or like out of order, but like, I was like, okay, I have this, 
this product, my customers like it. I listened to what my customers wanted and then I created the brand around it. And it was like directly like focused and deliberate towards what the customers wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I do feel like you can fine tune that and go about it in a different way. But there, I feel like with branding, there's no really like right step-by-step process that you have to do to get to the end goal. No. And I would agree with that. I think sometimes like, for example, I mean, we talked about Tara. I was talking about Tara's branding and her website. And is that the artist? The artist. And I told her, you know, she doesn't, she's not a black and white kind of girl. Like there's nothing about her that's black and white. And my thought process is you sell art there and you use a lot of color in your art. So whatever you design from a website, branding, packaging has to be neutral so that it amplifies the product and doesn't take away from it because that's really important too. And I think like to your point with the simplicity, like it's important to take something with something like Peren, like you're looking at something where that font is familiar to the consumer, Mm -hmm. but you've tweaked it just enough to make it special to Peren. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where like the juice is. Like the touch. Yes. Like it's like, here's, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And it's not anything like over the top or out of control, but it's like, you'll always recognize Peren because of those like tiny little details right. or even like the artwork that you use around the Peren logo. Like I could oh see gosh. that without the Peren name on it. And I'd be like, Peren, that's yeah, not yeah, it. I know. Yeah, it's I know. brilliant. Yeah. You've yeah. done such a good job with that. And but, to do yeah. it on like a local like level that has become this infamous brand, like you said, you could see the font or you could see the design around it and you know exactly what they're talking about, like, or what is being shown. Um, I feel like historically great brands. And I'm thinking for some reason, I'm thinking like sports, like I feel like Oregon has the school, University of Oregon, the ultimate branding school. And then there's some brands that have just had so much longevity where others have changed their logo so many times, like University of Nevada has changed their logo so many times. There's like the old look, then there was like the block N and then now it's like the flying rat. Like there's just all these different (laughs) logos. (laughs) It's like, it's wild, but then you look at Oregon and they've had the same one for so long. And like, now you can just see the O and know exactly what it is. Or like the 49ers, they've had the same logo for, I don't even know how many years. So it's like, if you nail it in, like Prince going to have that logo forever. Yeah. Like the longevity of that logo is so amazing. And the branding behind it is so amazing. It's like creating that, like I'm already, I'm looking at my logos. I'm like, so you know. I'm actually looking at your logos right now and I'm thinking to myself, you know, the way that she's created the artwork behind the Peren logo where mm-hmm. you're not actually having to see Peren to know that it's Peren, you can see that gold foil and know it's Peren. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at your truck and the way that you, there, there's some like fun things. I'm like, this is like- The m- truck is iconic. Yeah, like, like the truck is iconic. Like, <laughs> you know, when you see the pink truck, like if I see that truck with the, also, I don't know if you knew that you did this, but you've created it on a slant, which indicates that you're always in motion. And that is what the truck is. It's like constantly in motion. Those are things that you did on accident because you knew who your consumer was and you wanted them to- create the logo. Ashley Poland did. Oh my God, and so that's she right. did that. And so she, I, mad props, honeypot social- Shout out, Ashley. Thank you for the little truck logo that you made. <laughs> and I think still that, like, going strong. That's like an awesome logo. You look at FedEx. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but the way that FedEx is created where the X and the E are the combined, arrow. there's an arrow mm. always in motion. What is it? Amazon? What is the one that the smiley face underneath it? Is yeah, it Amazon? I think it's Amazon. Like there's little things, but it also has like an arrow in it too. Isn't the smiley for the smile of the logo? Oh, like yeah, have an arrow in is. it. 
I could go nerdy all day long on like yeah. these sorts of things it. where it's like the little tiny indication of like that tiny design mm -hmm. change that it's like right. FedEx is just block letters. You guys yeah. it's just block letters to your point, like the bowl it's in the shape of a football. It could curve the top of a full. Did I mention the chargers or did I just say the bowl? <laughs> I assume that everybody knows that I'm talking about yes. San Diego chargers. And yes, yes, I said San Diego. Uh, <laughs> I know. I thought you were going to like murder me with your eyes when I brought up the Niners. I was like, bro, I'm, we're talking branding. <laughs> well, no, I remember when like the chargers went from San Diego to Los Angeles and yeah. they tried to change that logo to that like smiley face fucking thing. And I was like, what you doing? Mm -hmm. Don't you take that arch bolt away from us. Yeah. That's who we are. But it is, it's in the shape of a football and it's a lightning bowl. And like, there's so many things that they've built around in the that longevity, bowl. like yeah. for it to be able decades and decades and decades, like that is amazing branding. And Karen has that, like mm -hmm. you created that. How awesome is that? Thank you. Yeah. 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 So it's we, one of my favorite projects. I bet. On top of Wiley. And the success behind the brand <laughs> that they have obviously brought to the brand, you know, yeah. like everyone knows the quality of Peren. It's another level. It is, you know, a cornerstone of our community. Like everyone goes there, people meet there, the, you know, so it was just like this perfect blend that it's you created. It's still like, it still makes me so giddy going into their bakery and being like, oh my God, I designed those labels. On like, everything that you that get, box. the cup. Yeah. Like, yes. That's so That's amazing. one of my favorites. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before, and we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. That is just such an, I mean, congratulations because you yes. really did. I mean, and I'm not even gonna lie. My girlfriend's coming up from Orange County this Friday. And I was like, so I'm going to take you to like the best bakery ever with like the most beautiful branding. Oh. And she was like, I cannot wait. I'm pretty sure she thinks Reno means like a bunch of toothless people up here. Cause she's from Newport beach. And I'm like, so we're actually cool. very fancy. Let's yeah. actually keep them thinking like that. Like let's yeah. keep people thinking that Reno's a joke and it's like Reno 911. Yeah. Yes. But anyone who is from out of town, like the first stop that you bring them is yeah. correct. Well, and also I think a lot of it, like it helped to have Aubrey 
like with me when we were designing it, you know, she has a really great eye and like, she knew exactly what she wanted. And like a lot of it, like I was just there to execute it. And I feel like her and I worked great together on, on it. The partner thing is so important. I, I learned that the hard way through private labels. Like I'm so specific about who I take in for a private label because not all of those turn out the same. And like the difference in what you do and what I do is like, my name is still on that product. So I'm like, (laughs) yeah I've had people want to like collaborate with Wiley and I'm like it's gotta like feel right yeah you know I just I don't want to just collaborate with anyone like it needs to feel right right I'm not putting my logo on something if I don't feel strongly about it anymore but I did in the beginning and there's some things out there that I'm like don't don't look um I have a question for you because we have a lot of listeners who don't own businesses mm-hmm. and you, I know don't identify as an influencer, no. but you have an influence by the definition of the word mm-hmm. and you have a very strongly branded presence on social personally. How would you, you recommend if a listener was like, I really am interested in branding myself and presenting myself in a specific branded way how would you recommend somebody going about doing that? I mean, I think it really goes back to like, what do you want? Okay. So like, what do you want to post about and what can you give your followers? Like you need to give, be able to give them something. So like me, I'm giving people inspiration for their outfits and their home and skincare. Um, figure out like what it is you can offer to people who are going to follow you, um, and run with that. You know, I feel like a lot went in the beginning, a lot of it was trial and error, you know, figuring out like the analytics, looking at the analytics, figuring out, okay, like this had great engagement. What is it about this? Oh, it's an outfit. Oh, they love my jeans. So let's post more jeans and see what happens. And I think just going from that, you know, play with the analytics, post, you know, different times of the day and just like test it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I have a question then, a two-part question. How do you not lose yourself in the analytics? Oh, it's so hard. And then, so that's part one. <laughs> and then part two is, and we can edit this out if it's not. <laughs> part two is like, if you like, what do you do about the criticism? I'm not trying to be an influencer or tr- create a personal brand. I'm a shit show on everywhere I go. So I'm, I recognize that and I'm good with it. But like, I was posting a lot of shit on social media for a period there. And I was getting like people, and we've talked about this on the podcast. People were literally upset at my legs. Like, so how do you, do you get criticism and how do you deal with that? Um, I don't feel like I've gotten a ton of criticism. I feel like I am very sensitive. So if I, that's why I also don't talk a lot on my Instagram Mm -hmm. because I feel like I get insecure about that. A friend made a comment years ago and it made me so insecure. So now every time I talk at the camera, I'm like, I get like, I freak myself out basically. Isn't it wild how it's, cause a lot of it was also my friends. And I was like, what the fuck? And like, well, the one thing they say one thing and then you're so insecure about that one thing. And then you start questioning every everything, everything. And And you're like, why would you say that? Yeah. You just have to tune it out. Like mm -hmm. there's some days where I am super critical of myself and other days where I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck today. I'm just going to post what I want to post. I'm not going to 
care what other people think. And I think you kind of have to like get a backbone, you know, you have to just, okay, someone's going to say something negative. Oh, I say, um, a lot. Okay. Well, sorry. So does 99%. Yeah. Right. Right. Go to Southern California. See how much they say like, (laughs) I remember I was talking to my ex-boyfriend on the phone. I was driving into Southern California and I, I had just gotten off the phone with one of my good friends down there and he, we got on the phone he goes, you sound like a Valley girl. Like what just happened between the time I talked to you and the time that we're talking the second time that you've changed your accent entirely. And I just told him, I'm, I just got off the phone with some, I'm in Southern California. I just got off some with the phone with somebody yeah. who's in Southern and California. And being from San Diego too. I mean, we lived there for like 10 years. Yeah. I say like all the time. Yeah. It's impossible. It's every to. other word there. I think they just have to not care. Like, yeah. It's the woman in the arena that we always yeah. talk, talk about the man in the arena. Like we're putting ourselves out there and you just, you have to have the confidence. Like I recently posted something, um, about, you know, I go, I went to a plastic surgeon, I got Botox and I like posted about that and I was like all nervous. And then I was like, you know what? It makes me feel better. And I told you this on the mm-hmm. phone. I was like, it makes me feel better. And I don't really give a shit. Like yeah. to be completely honest, like I'm going to do whatever fuels me and makes me feel better as a human. And if you don't agree with that, you don't have to do it. You don't have to watch. You don't have to do it. No one is forcing you to do it. You can have an opinion, but like, keep it to yourself because it has no effect on you at the end of the day. Please by all means unfollow me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Isn't there, there's a quote that's like, it's no one's business what they think of like, or it's not your business what other people think about you, you know? Yeah. Right. Also, you just just don't care. You just don't know what people are going through. I always think about that so much. I like, you just have no idea what people are going through, what they have to experience day in and day out. Like the behind the scenes, especially with social media, like we don't see it. Like we don't see what people are dealing with and they're probably taking some shit out on you. Mm -hmm. Like in hindsight, like why would you be so mean to somebody? But I want to get back to my original question. How do you let, like not let the analytics get in the way of you being your true self? Because, and I, sorry, now I'm going to sidetrack one more time Mm -hmm. before you answer that question. Do you think she's a projector? Mm. Have you done your human design? No. Do you take naps a lot? Um, Are you tired a lot? Yes. <laughs> just Wait. because she's created this brand just by being herself yes. and like, like do not, you know you're like deliberately on accident? She created it. I just did a test the other day. This is it? This test? No. No. Okay. Um, we'll do it after okay. and then we will confirm or deny on the, on the, on our Instagram. We'll be like, she is a projector. I feel like you're a projector, but how do you not let the analytics get in the way of you presenting your true self? Cause that's what you're doing really. I mean, I do, I do let it like there's, it just depends on the kind of week having, honestly. Um, there are some weeks when I'm like, okay, like didn't do that well. Okay. Like I think a lot of the times I just need to take a break when I'm mm-hmm. feeling like that. Cause you can spiral yeah. and you know, I, I, I notice myself if I'm like diving too into the analytics and it's not like a post isn't performing as well as I wanted it to, I will start to spiral. You start like looking inward and you're like, Oh, I'm not good enough. I can't, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And I think you just need to like take a break. Like, I don't know meditate, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, get a facial. I don't know. Go do something for yourself. Go and get like, no. even, <laughs> even whatever. having a conversation with other, you know, other people who understand, like mm. 
just, That's huge. you know, don't let yourself spiral <laughs> um, and take breaks often because yeah. I feel like you, you can get sucked into the analytics and, you know, not feel good enough and it will, you know, lower your confidence and you just need to stay positive. We are, before I've talked about how I think that business is this fine line between numbers and people. And I feel like social media is a fine line between analytics and yourself. So Mm. it's like finding that balance between the numbers, which you need so that you can kind of navigate the ship. And then also, you know, yourself so that you can keep that ship afloat yeah brand so identity personal exactly. identity all that yeah right mm-hmm. so it's like a balance and if one is getting you know taking over then you need to kind of pull back yeah you know what i love about both of your brands and i'm specifically thinking about murdoch because i think you've evolved i think britain's evolved a lot since she started blft so it's not that it's not exactly who she is but it's she's grown through it i would say and with it but you know her clientele with blft is still kind of where it's not that she's not there. It's just a different space. Mm -hmm. When I look at Murdoch's and I look at you and I look at Wiley and I look at Vanessa, I think the brand and the identity are so aligned for both of those things that if I looked at you, I would know you owned Murdoch's without even like, if you put one of those matchup tests, you know, where you draw a line and it's like, attach the business owner to the brand. Like I would be able to immediately draw a line to each of you and your brand. So I think that that's an indication that, you know, that somebody's also not being like fake. Yeah. Um, back in April, I actually rebranded Wiley. Um, all of our packaging said Wiley baby on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, when we first launched Wiley, that was important to me creating baby skincare, but the more and more I got into the business, I was like, you know, why can't I use these products on myself? So we just rebranded back in April. So now we're Wiley Body and I just feel so much more aligned with the business <laughs> because for a long time there was like, oh, I have a baby skincare company. Like my kids are like growing up, you know, I don't always want to be doing this, but I love skincare in general. So we just rebranded and It's way better. (laughs) Again, I love this because I'm sitting here and I hear all of my mom friends say, like, I am not just a mom. Like, I'm, you know, I look at Mads who owns Luminescence Decor and she's like, she's a billion things. Like, she's a support system for me, quite frankly, and a (laughs) bunch of other people. She's like a wife. She's a mom to four. She's like a sub mom to one or whatever. I don't know what they're, I should know what that is, but you know what I mean? Like, she's a second mom. Um, And then- in addition to that, she owns luminescence decor. And now not only is she like creating products on her own and supplying them in home, she's also teaching. Mm -hmm. So now she's also a teacher. Like, and I just think that, you know, you look at Wiley body and it's the same concept. It's like, you can grow with your brand and change. And like, you've said it a couple different times, not directly, but like, you're not just a mom. You started a blog And to be clear, in 2008, and I'm assuming that's when you started your blog, we were all starting to blog because there was like, what was the toast one with Rumi Neely? Oh my gosh. And then Cupcakes and Cashmere. It was like the era of the blog starting up. I remember I tried to have one. You guys are going to be shocked. It was Fashion Charge because I love the Chargers in fashion so much. So (laughs) bring it back. Yeah. And then you look at Sarah Bessos, Dose of Serotonin and like, you know, but for you, it's like, yeah. I started to do the baby thing Mm -hmm. and I'm like a mom blogger and it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like I'm so much more 
than my kids. Yeah. I also think that's super healthy for your kids. Yes. That your whole life doesn't revolve around them. Yeah. I mean, it does and it doesn't, right? Yeah. But I, I, think, I think it's that cool. You're so taking your story and just breaking it down, like you started at, I think this is a great lesson for our listeners, for us, and for us moving forward in business, to be yeah. frank. So you started as a pastry. Yeah. Chef. That's what you went to school for. So like, and then now you have Wiley body. So let's just from this point like eight, third life. Right. So it's like, this. you can change. Like I went to school for something completely different. You went to school for like, you can change if you're feeling like you're in a rut in your life, or if you feel like you're not aligned, adapt and go what feels right. And like you use your inner compass to just kind of like guide your life mm -hmm. and you, are, are deliberate with it, but at the same time, you kind of like let it come to you and you then take advantage of the opportunity and of like, for example, the problem and then filled the need. But like when you started as Wiley baby and then now you're into Wiley body, it shows like you can, your business can start as one thing and end as something completely different. You are taking advantage of the market. You're seeing what the customers want. You're adapting to that. And like be having that ability to adapt is when we talk about this all the time in business is like one of the most important aspects of business. And it's like, you do it naturally. You do it with your blog, you do it as a mom and you do it with your, with your brand. And it's really incredible. And if someone is out there listening and you feel stuck, like you can change. Yeah. And also, I don't think that people realize this. You don't have to go to college to just do what you want. You yes. Because self taught on graphic design. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, just from like doing the blog graphics and just She's logos for fun. That's amazing. Um, I thought, and it was funny because I graduated, you know, with my degree in baking pastry. And I actually sat there with my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time, and I was telling him, like, well, if I want to be a designer, like I have to go to school. And he's like, you don't have to go to school. Like, <laughs> and thank God for him. Cause I would be in so much school debt if I <laughs> went back to school. But, um, yeah, you don't have to, I, I didn't go to school for design. I didn't go to school to learn how to open Wiley body. I literally Google is your friend. Yes. And YouTube. There's and so many resources. Yeah. Experience is the ultimate teacher. I, mean, I think that's what we miss in you, this world. Yeah. It's just starting. Just yeah. do Everyone's it. Everyone's like, we talked about this last time, last episode. It's like, you think that you need all these qualifications, mm -hmm. but it's like starting is going to get, get you there uh, yeah. so much for like faster. And like, it just expedites you. And you know, like I also don't think people realize that like, you know, it may look like we're successful from our Instagram, but like, I still get imposter syndrome. Oh, oh girl. I, like, <laughs> all the time. I'm like doubting myself, my decisions. Did I make the wrong decision by like, you know, rebranding to Wiley body? Like it just, you know, you still doubt yourself. <laughs> oh, there's no clear path. Like, no. and that's the thing there's, I, we talked about this too. Like the people who stay in a career path and they do it their whole lives. And it's like, each goal is clear and right in front of them. Yeah. Like I graduate from this and then I pass this test and then I start a job here. We don't have that in the private sector, in the business world. Like we don't have those clear paths and like the stepping stones that are so clear. We are constantly navigating and trying to make something clear that is not clear at all. But you know, it would be nice if every now and then someone could come and hold my hand. Oh my God. Oh. 
All right, so you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I want to talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada, and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great grandparents started Murdoch's Western wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watch a Nevadan's ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not going to lie. I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch's hats and apparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. God. And I just, you know, I think you and I should hang out way more and get coffee because you, we have the opposite brain, but I'm just looking at this again. I've been in product sales for fucking 15. I think we're nearing, we're nearing 20 years. Like we're at 18 years of product sales. I've done it retail. Like I've done every inch of it. And I'm looking at this product right now. And I'm just, I keep looking at it and thinking to myself, Britain built a business based off of the sales mind. She originally went in and she said, I want to make sales. You built a business saying, I really want to create a beautifully branded product. And I'm sitting here thinking like one of the top small business retailers in Dallas, Texas, who is thousands of miles away from us, Oh, like keeps your product in her store. Talk to us a little bit about how, like, you did that. Not, (laughs) and you know, you like, you said you don't know sales very well. And I don't know if we were recording during that or not, but you were like, I don't, I'm not good at sales, but like, apparently somehow you are. So how did that happen? I mean, I think it's just creating a beautiful product and, um, you know, having intention behind it. You know, I wanted really good performing products, effective products. And I knew how to execute with the packaging. Um, sure. Your line sheets look fucking beautiful. Okay. <laughs> we'll look at that together. <laughs> I think it's like such a good, like you keep bringing back the product in it. You guys, you'll see, we're going to post some pictures of it and it yeah. really is an amazing product. But I think one of the things that we can take away from this is like, whatever your strength is, go with that. Go with mm-hmm. Mine happened to be with sales. And then I, you know what? I got help with the branding aspect and I got people to come into my life and fill that void. And like, whatever it is, just go full 
speed at what you're good at. You had amazing branding, an amazing product, and guess what? The sales naturally flood yeah. and flood in after. I also I have a virtual assistant who has experience in sales, so she helps a lot too. Like we're in over like 200 retailers wow. across the nation. That's so incredible! Congratulations. Congratulations. Launched an, on Anthropology.com last year. Amazing. And so I thought you say amazing, but. <laughs> People, um, the magazine, I saw those Oh, quotes. yes, like, we were yeah. people. Um, it, I mean, it's it's awesome just to see how it just organically is growing. Um, I don't do, like, ads or any kind of marketing except, like, my own. I take my own photography or I do my own photos and packaging so <laughs> newsletters. Like starting and staying true to yourself and really leaning into what you're good at mm -hmm. and the rest will kind of fill in. Like you don't have to be an expert across the board. No. And no one is to be honest. And like every person is so different. And a lot of the times too, with running a business, you're just kind of learning as you go. <laughs> I fly by the seat of my pants. I am like so <laughs> impulsive and this is something I'm working on. Um, I, she's a projector. <laughs> that's instincts. Yeah. I, it, uh, Someone, uh, I had a business consultant a few months ago. She was like, so what prompted the like rebrand? And I was like, well, I just felt, it felt like natural. And she was, I was like, I kind of just fly by the seat of my pants. And like, I really just wanted to do that. And she was like, you're very instinctual. Or she said something that yeah. made me feel better about it. And I was like, yeah. I mean, a that. lot. That, well, because I, I am told that I'm very impulsive. And what I've realized is every time I follow an impulse, I'm actually correct. Like that's mm -hmm. like Haven and Flux was an impulse. Like yeah. it was just like my ex-boyfriend was like, you should make a candle. Mm -hmm. And I, like, this is a good one. I like it. You made it before. Try it again. And I was like, all right. I literally made it all up in 10 minutes and mm -hmm. then launched it. And then it evolved from there. Like then it was like, you know, you go through the evolution of like, and I'm sure you did the same thing you did with the mom. You were like, I'm not just a mom. I want to create products that I can use too. And that like branded are, are branded for me. And it was like, hold on. My brother is suffering from this mental illness. Let's fucking talk about it. Mm -hmm. I can use these candles to do that. And so like you start to build this brand off of instincts. And that thing that everybody told you was always impulse. You're now like, that's instinct. I, <laughs> right. I'm doing that on purpose. It's like <laughs> you aren't a candle scientist. You aren't a scientist that knows exactly. Like, I don't know how to formulate like body wash. Yes. It's like <laughs> but you hire people. Right. And you just figure it out. Like when you started this, I bet you didn't even know where to go to get the people who do the formulation. Like you just, you just figure it out and you just take that next step and it's starting and then following it. Like Brit Haven and Flex is I mean, you are you a year and a half into your brand? We're going to be two years, October 21st. Two That's years. Awesome. And you have exploded in the amount that you have grown and like the ebb and flow of it. Like to when you, like you just said, you just started by the seat of your pants, like, yeah. and you're just like to fill the demand. You, that's a lot of pouring. And then you had to say, okay, yeah. like, how am I going to do this? Like, there's just so many things that you have to learn along the way. And it's just like continuing it and just you know, taking that next step. Mm -hmm. But like, I love that you say that we sit here and we're not all experts and we don't, honestly, we don't know what's going to happen in our business today. Yeah. Right. It's probably going to be something new. And so it's just like, just taking that next step, I guess. Um, I want to know about her routine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into so it. So like what you're, you know, you have a lot going on. So do you have a routine or like, what is that? What are your non-negotiables? And then like, what does your normal day look like? Um, non-negotiables, definitely like my skincare routine. 
I, um, you have great skin. Yeah, I'm no, sitting here thanks. and like, we have this super harsh light on yeah. us right now. And her skin is just glowy, beautiful. <laughs> I need to get on that Wiley life. So you are about to be. Yep. I am. I can't wait. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, what was the question again? No, what is your routine? Yeah. Like AM PM routine as in like self, like my skincare or routine in like my day to day. How many hours a day are you working? Oh God. I mean, I think every day is different. Um, there's days when I'm filling bottles for our oil, or there's other days when I'm doing branding or a project for Peren or another client. Um, I'd say I definitely make coffee a priority every morning. Amen. Um, I drop my kids off at school. Then I come sit down at my desk in the mornings and I will do solid work for like two to three hours, try and take a lunch break. Um, if I can. And then um, the last half of my day, it's kind of changing now that my my daughter just started elementary school. So she's out earlier, but trying to work out, doing something for myself, whether that's working out, going for a walk, um, sitting in a, my steam shower, just like, or reading a book, like trying to do something every day for myself. I feel like Becoming a mom has made me kind of lose track of that. And so I try to make, I'm trying to make it a habit that every day I do something for myself. Um, and then I will pick the girls up and make dinner. I love that. What is one thing that you wish you were better at? <laughs> I wish I had more patience. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this goes back to just being impulsive. I feel like a lot of the times if I would have just been more patient, like things would have just, you know, come to me. Um, but yeah, there, I mean, there's so many products I want to launch with Wiley and I just get so like caught up in the excitement of like launching new things because it's so exciting mm -hmm. and it's so fun. Um, and I just need to remind myself to be more patient bestsellers bestsellers yes, bestsellers yeah. bestsellers yes. all day long you Even can launch new products us, it's yeah like <laughs> this yeah. will always be your number one seller yeah. it's the piece of shit part of business is like you're ready for something exciting but like if i have sold the calm candle number one since day one it will never stop and i yeah. am so sick of pouring it but it is truly like in every household and everybody loves it and that's going to be this product for you i feel like yeah. that like artists like recording artists, like they have to sing their same songs, the one that made them famous when they were like yeah. in their twenties and they're probably so over it. And they're like, listen to my new music, but like the fans want to hear so true. their greatest hit yeah. and they're going to the show to hear their greatest hits. And it's like, they're probably so sick of playing them. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like with the patience thing, I'm I, the, as I've become a business owner, it's worse, but like, if I go to like the grocery store and the people in the line are not efficient about unpacking, mm. I'm, I'm losing my shit. Like I'm, I'm coming unglued. I like can't <laughs> No, the that groceries. Yes. I'm so with you on that driving. I'm like oh, yeah. driving biggest one. Yeah. Coffee shop. What are you doing? Why are you stopped there? Why are we stopped? Let's go. How did you get to this drive-through line <laughs> and not know what you were going to order? How did you get here? You're, the the drive-throughs are what? Like you got McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, like Dunkin'. Like you know where you are and what you're getting. Like yeah. don't try to play like you're not. Yeah, no, it's anyway. hard. Well, and I think that's something we should all work on because it's like we're in the car. That time is going to go by. Like we can either use it to benefit us or we can just have a Come bunch of stress just go through our bodies. Um, what keeps you going? What's your why? 
Um, I would definitely say my family, you know, my husband, my, our two girls. Um, I also want to say like my grandma immigrated here with, you know, my mom, my uncle, my aunt, and I just want to like prove to my family that like, I'm not taking this for granted. Like she moved here to build a better life for us. And yeah. I just want to. I just got the chills. I love that. I what is Where saying? is your grandma from? Full body chills. Full body chills. <laughs> She's from the Philippines. Oh, very My cool. mom moved here when she was like, I want to say very young, like two. Okay. So, yeah. I think that's such a great point. So like as a business owner, oftentimes we, I don't want to say we complain, but we talk about the difficulties. But at the end of the day, this is such a luxury. And we are so blessed to be able to wake up and do something as crazy as starting a fashion truck or a body line or a candle line. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what we get to do for our job. And like, we are, it is the greatest blessing that you can have. Mm -hmm. And like for people who are listening, it's like you live in a place that you can wake up and change your life tomorrow. If you want to start something that is so outlandish, you can. And like, no one's going to tell you no. I mean, it's the American dream. Nobody said it was going to be easy, but it sure as hell is worth it. But the opportunity is there. And the opportunity is there. And I think, you know, we got off of a rough week last week, Britton and I did, and I'm sure you've had Mm -hmm. these too. But the way you look at things changes the way things are. So if you're looking at something negatively, it is going to stay negative. But if you look at something like the situation last week, I looked at it at first. It was like, this is unfair. Why don't they leave me alone? Da, 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 da. And then I was like, no, fucking take responsibility for the shit that you need to handle and check it off the list. Like, get it yeah. done. And like, and once it's done, then that will be a weight lift lifted off of you and you won't have to worry about it anymore. So like, those are the things where it's like, you have to shift your mindset about what it is. And like you saying that just now is like, yeah, when it's hard, I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing it to show my grandmother. Yeah. And family. I was going to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I think it's just it because I think working for myself, it's so isolating. Mm. Um, And, you know, lacking the patience, like our paper tubes took six months to get in and I'm sitting here like I want to launch this thing like let's go and I think just like being (laughs) yep paper tube that's me speaking of paper tubes (laughs) it's beauty though um but you know there are so many weeks when you can focus on the negative you but you have to make the choice to like try and stay positive you know I, I think you're gonna ask you were going to ask one other question about advice. And it's just like, you just have to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, there are going to be weeks where you're negative, where you're bitter and just go keep going. The dollars don't flow even like there's weeks (laughs) where like you're in the summer and it's like, sometimes it's just not fucking happening. Like it's summer. People are vacationing in Europe and they're not spending money on fucking candy. And you question everything about your business. You're like, does anyone even like, Yeah, you sit there and I mean, you come to the point where you're like, do I just need to close down? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know we've all had these thoughts and it's like, no, tomorrow's a new day. Can you go one more day? Ed yeah. Milet, shout out. Yep. One more minute, one more day, like of just pushing forward in your business. And somehow it all seems to smooth over and the sales do come back around, you know? Yeah. It happens so often. Like there's days where sales are really good and I'm like, yes, like dancing. I'm yeah. so happy. And then there's other days when it's like, zero sales and you're like 
what am I doing with my life? Doubting your existence. Yeah. You're like, um, I need to am close I up in a business? <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I need to go get a real job. It's hard for me because I made a lot of money in sales. So doing sales for other people and I'm like, that's only one small step away. Right. <laughs> like all I have to do is apply. Like I know. And it would be a whole hell lot easier nice. to get that cash in the bank. But at the same time, you wouldn't be fulfilled. They're learning these lessons or becoming the human that you are. I have to give it to my ex. Like he said to me, he said, are you going to keep making millions for others? Or are you going to do it for yourself? Mm-hmm. And obviously it's not going to happen overnight, but I think that's a really good way to look at it. If for somebody right. who's in sales, if you're in sales, like, and you have a dream, you got to think of it that way. Like, are you going to keep making millions for somebody else? Or are you going to turn around and do it for yourself? And it's like the holistic journey. It's not just about the sales, like the sales, of course, keep your business going. And believe me, I'm the first to say that's a thing that you should focus on. But at the end of the day, it's the journey that you're on, the people that you're helping and the difference that you're making and the point that you're proving to your grandma. And it's just, it's the whole story. It's the storyline. It's the journey. And it's the process that we say that you need to fall in love with, which is so hard because Mm -hmm. we're constantly trying to reach for that end goal. Um, But to wrap up, the one piece of advice, we always ask this, um, sort of someone starting out in business or simply just words to live by. If you want to reiterate your point, you can do that as well, but just, just wrap it up for us. Um, I just, yeah, keep going. Like there's, there's going to be so many down weeks and then there's going to be other weeks where, you know, you're feeling really great and you just need to keep going, push through the like negativity, find other business owners, like-minded business owners Mm -hmm. that you can like, talk with. I, every month I have like three or four girlfriends who are also running a business, their businesses. And we just have like 30 minute conversations. Like what's working for you this month? What is, what are you like, what challenges are you facing right now? Like, how can I help you? And we kind of just go back and forth like that. And I feel like it's just so helpful to be able to surround yourself with other people who are, you know, in it with you Mm -hmm. and they, they get it. It's like therapy. Yeah, exactly. We learned so much from you today, Vanessa. Thank you for sharing your story. I feel like one of the biggest takeaways that I took um, is that you can start out as one thing and think your life is going to go one direction and you can do something completely different. And you are one decision away from changing your life and um, you can start whatever you want to. And you know, that it can be intimidating at sometimes, but kind of just lean into your inner compass and your life is such a huge example of that and you like know. such an inspiration um, and your success too, that has come along with it. I mean, 200 plus retailers that you guys are in, um, featured in people magazine. I mean, you are a huge success mm-hmm. and Thank on the days you. that you don't feel like that, I hope that you know that there's a ton of people that are going to listen to this podcast and gain so much knowledge and inspiration from you. Yeah. On that note, so they can keep gathering inspiration from you. <laughs> Tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Wiley body. That's W I L E Y body. And then, um, at Vanessa Wade, V-A-N-E-S-S-A-W-A-D-E underscore. And yeah, you can email me too, Vanessa yeah. at WileyBody.com. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. It was truly our pleasure. Seriously. I had a blast. I like can't wait to get coffee with you at Peren. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> um, all right, you guys know the drill. Follow along, Brit on Blast. Uh, find us at BLFT Reno, Murdoch Hats and Apparel and Haven and Flux on all social media platforms. 
Uh, if you guys liked this, screenshot it, tag us, tell us what you Please think. do, download it. Gage did that last week and it brought me more joy than I expected to have. So um, we had a huge, huge following last week and it yeah. was so great. And we got so much great feedback. So keep doing it, you guys. It really keeps us going. Yeah. Uh, love you guys long time and uh, we'll see you on another time. Cheers. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.